You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi, and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm Paul Ward from the Treasury Unit, and joining me in this podcast is the Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan. Good morning, Ollie. Good morning. If I can start with the Irish Manufacturing PMI data first. The PMI registered at 63.3 in July, which was just slightly down from the 64 in June, and May's all-time high of 64.1. The July figure signalled a rapid overall improvement in Irish manufacturing business conditions at the start of the second half of the year. Oli, can you bring us through the July details and the key findings in the report? Yeah, well, as you say, Paul, I mean, we've had very strong manufacturing services PMIs data in recent months, and that was you know really evident again in July. So the manufacturing one, another very strong reading. I mean, that is the uh, the fourth month above 60. Yeah. You know, I think above 50 is a strong reading, right? Anything above 60 is into boom territory. And it was down slightly, but you see, we were very close to all-time highs in, in May and June, and 63.3 is a very, very strong reading. Uh, now, I would say uh, we're not unique in this regard. There is a global, a very strong global rebound underway in manufacturing activity. In fact, manufacturing is under pressure to meet the surge in global demand. So the Irish figure in July was at 63.3. And if we look across, you know, I suppose our main competitor economies, the UK, the Eurozone, the US, the readings are at 60.4, 62.6, 63.1. We're actually slightly above them, but we're all in the same ballpark, you know. Yeah. Very, very strong uh, growth globally. So very much in line uh, with that square. Uh, and I suppose what's really encouraging is, you know, what, what drives output and activities orders. Uh, and that, you know, signals, I think, continuing strong growth in the next couple of months because orders hit a new all-time high for the third month in a row. And very strong export orders as well. So I think that's in line with that global recovery we're talking about manufacturing activity. Uh, and we see what that translates into. It's, it's strong growth again in employment. And this has been a feature right through the year. A marked pickup in employment in the manufacturing sector as it rebounds from last year's recession. And it's given rise to, you know, major capacity constraints there's two problems facing the sector one is price pressures and the other is capacity and we saw a record rise in order backlogs um you know firms are just under pressure to meet the, the surge yeah. in demand we're seeing as economies re- reopen and it's not just in their own workforces we're seeing supply shortages of key inputs raw materials etc yeah. we're seeing major problems in terms of shipping capacity trying to get containers uh, delays at ports so the, the, there's a litany of the supply chain, if you want to use the, the, the formal lingo, yeah. but it does mean uh, it's, it's it's hard to source goods. It's uh, taken an hour to get them into the country. And then the supply, there's capacity constraints on how quickly we can manufacture to uh, meet the demand. And my sense from talking to customers, Ollie, is that that hasn't improved in any way over the last number of months. If anything, the costs continue to go up in terms of, say, um, uh, transport costs coming from Far East, etc. Yeah, uh, I mean... The input prices or the input costs rose at their third highest or strongest level on record. So the severe capacity constraints are manifest. Not surprisingly, you know, when demand yeah, is surging, uh, you put and and there's a constraint in terms of supply. There's upper pressure on prices, and you know, manufacturers are passing on those higher prices to to customers, and we're seeing that in, in CPI rates everywhere. I mean, you know, U.S. inflation has gone to five percent. I, I think Irish inflation will get to three to four percent this year. We could see the Bank of England revise up its inflation forecast this week to 4% uh, peak. So, I mean, this is coming through in terms of the, the, the official CSO measures of, a, of price pressures or inflation. Uh, 
now, so, now, having said that, I mean, the central banks are convinced that this will abate over time. Production capacity w- will increase. The surge in demand will abate somewhat and price pressures will ease. And I suppose looking down the road, another feature of the survey is that on 12-month outlook, you know, expectations are very, very positive in terms of where firms see their business in 12 months' time in terms of strong demand being sustained, et cetera, uh, ongoing growth in orders, ongoing growth in employment. So the outlook looks pretty positive. Uh, that's what Irish manufacturers are telling us in this survey. And can I ask you, Ollie, one last thing? Because you, you mentioned, say, the, the comparison to some of the advanced economies. But what about those economies that, that are not the UK, not the US, uh, not the, the Eurozone? Uh, how are they finding their PMIs? Uh, they're strong. Places like China would be strong, what have you. But the there's no doubt that the rate of vaccination is a key yeah, key ingredient in terms of the prospects for, for world economies. And the IMF was saying last week, you know, the prospects look good for those economies which are progressing well with their vaccination programs, but they're, they, they, they still remain challenged for economies where vaccination rates are low, yeah. they have high case numbers, high numbers of deaths from COVID, restrictions on activity. So, you know, rolling out a global vaccination program must be a key priority over the next 12 months. I suppose, to secure that recovery that's underway in the global economy. Yeah, that's an important point, I think, Ali. Uh, in relation to the services uh, PMI, Ali, I, I, I kind of had a quick look at the, the July figure, and it's 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 come out, it's a 66.6 up from 63.1 that was in June and 62.1 in May. Quickest pace of expansion in nearly two years, or tw- two decades, yeah, should I say? It's a 20-year high since 2000. Uh, and that was the height of the dot-com bubble and things like that, very, very boring global economic conditions that year. Um, as we enter the new millennium, etc., had entered it. So obviously, sixty-six point six is a twenty-year high. Again, the more on the manufacturing side, it's the third month in a row that the index has been above sixty. Yeah. Well, in this case, the Irish readings are somewhat above. I mean, sixty-six is a very high figure. If you look at the UK and the eurozone, fifty-seven point eight in the UK, sixty point four in the eurozone. Strong figures, but the Irish one is is even stronger. And when you delve down into the report, you see that, uh, <clears throat> let's say, in terms of new business. Export orders are certainly very strong, but the, the, the real dynamo here is the strength of the rebound in uh, the domestic services sector, yeah. the domestic demand, the Irish economy. As the, I suppose the Irish economy has been one of the last to reopen. So we're seeing that surge now in demand, which we may have seen at an earlier stage, certainly in the UK and more recently in the Eurozone. And that's translating into a more rapid pace of expansion in July in the Irish services sector, you know, near record levels uh, compared to elsewhere. So very much, no, it's not very much, but um, I suppose more heavily weighted towards a rebound in business that's driven domestically than than overseas. And, you know, it's great to see the transport and tourism and leisure sector rebounding. Yeah, yeah. But the one area of weakness there remains uh, the export sector in, in that industry. And what, what I mean by that is overseas tourists coming to Ireland, obviously the numbers haven't picked up. So... Um, that's the one area of ongoing weakness that, that's apparent in the survey. But has, but has the domestic market not kind of covered that off well enough to a certain extent, Ollie? Yeah, I can't say it's fully compensated for it, but it's, oh. it's gone a long way. Um, yeah. And as I say, what's coming through in the report is the strength, and it's very evident in that transport and tourism sector, is the strength of domestic demand there. People, you know, staycations, but weakness in the overseas market in terms of overseas visitors. So it's no surprise. Um and again, this survey covers a number of sectors of the economy, of four services sectors, and the rebound is evident across all four. Very, very strong. Again, um, as in the manufacturing side, new business rising at a rapid rate, and firms have been pressed to meet the the, you know, the, the surge in demand that they're, that they're witnessing. 
Uh, and again, toward the manufacturing side, um, employment posted a very strong increase in the month. Again, if anything, you know, firms are saying it's, it's finding workers is becoming the problem as the economy uh, opens up and they're faced with a surge in demand. So, uh, and again, the more than the, the manufacturing side, uh, pick up an input price inflation that they're facing higher costs uh, at a 13-year high. And that's also spilling over in terms of higher charges from service providers to their customers. And yeah. again, very optimistic on, on the 12-month outlook. So overall, the two reports are very, very similar in terms of pointing to a very strong rebound in both the, you know, the key manufacturing and services sector. We're seeing the same thing in construction as well. We haven't got the July data yet, but the, all, the June numbers are very, very strong. So all the evidence is of a very strong rebound underway in the Irish economy as restrictions are, are lifted and a surge in demand. And if anything, you know, firms struggling to meet that surge in demand and, and facing capacity constraints and obviously upper pressure on prices. All right. Ollie, as always, thanks for your time. And thank you to all our customers and listeners for joining us today. Stay close to all our latest podcasts by pressing the subscribe button on AAB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. And for those customers impacted by the pandemic, you can find details of AAB support packages at www.aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.